Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Ireland will not experience any industry growth in the construction sector for 2023, but should remain on par with 2022 levels. Now, you might find that a surprising conclusion, but uh, that is what this next report says. And it's according to infrastructure consulting firm ACOM, which is today publishing its annual Irish Construction Industry Review. And John O'Regan, who is ACOM's Ireland Director, he joins me here in studio. John, you're very welcome to Business Breakfast. Thank you, Emmett. This is kind of counterintuitive. We we see all this remediation work going on. We're obviously limbering up to about 25,000 houses being completed for the year. And there's all sorts of work related to MICA. There's just a whole range of things happening happening modular homes for Ukrainian refugees. There's a lot going on. So you've got to think, oh, output must be absolutely going ahead gangbusters. But it's not quite as simple as that. No, it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting question, Emma. And if you look at 2022, we had very strong construction output in 2022. So construction output was around $32 billion, which is the highest it's been since around 2010. So we've already got construction output at a relatively high level. Uh, And then we're going into 2023. Most contractors and most consultants have pretty full order books, but there are challenges within certain sectors within the industry. So, for example, we have experienced significant construction cost increases, which has impacted on the viability of certain sectors, particularly the the private residential sector and the high density sector. And to put it simply, just to give a very simple example, we were going to build 15 apartments, we're now going to buy, build eight or nine, something like that. Yeah, so if you look at construction in the housing output in 2022, it looks like we're going to have built 27 or 28,000 units in that year. But so whilst the completions are on an upward trend, the number of housing units starting has actually started to diminish. So we may only start 25,000 homes in 2022. So there is a risk that we're not going to uh, be in a position to deliver as many homes in 2023 as we have in 2022. So so these constraints, which are mainly based on inflation, are they as bad for commercial house building as for commercial building more generally? Is it just across the sector and there's not much variability or are there slight uh, differences in there? Yeah, so every, every project in every region and every scale of projects has a different dynamic. But there is there is... There has been significant cost inflation over the last couple of years. And it depends on the business case for any particular project, the level of impact it'll have on that project. So, for example, the public sector capital programme is continuing and is growing in the year ahead. So it does vary. The the positive news is that we, we certainly are expecting tender price inflation to moderate in 2023. We think that a lot of the price increases are now built in. So we're thinking tender price inflation will uh, will be at around 5% in 2023. So do, do you see it a little bit like we've gone up, we've ramped up in cost? Are we going to now plateau at these levels? Or are we going to come back down to where we were a year or two ago? What's so, the sort of general picture there? Yeah, we're forecasting a 5% tender price increase in 2023. So we are thinking that prices in overall terms and in average terms will continue to rise, but nothing like the same rate that they have been over the last couple of years. No, and of course, we we import the vast bulk of the material, so we're we're, we're price takers in that sense. The other constraint I I would presume you're seeing and and is holding back the sector is staffing, is human resources, is human capital. Uh, Obviously, we're trying to turn out as many apprentices and skilled people as we can, but we're we're struggling in that sector. Is, Is that the second one after inflation that you'd say is kind of stopping the output, reaching the levels it might do? Yeah, I mean... Labour is certainly, and skilled labour is certainly a challenge. Uh, There is a skill shortage. But look, my take on the industry is it's a very resilient industry. And if the work is there, the industry will find a way of doing it. Um, 
And there are modern methods of construction that are coming in which are less labour-intensive, more off-site construction, uh, elements of buildings that are assembled off-site and then put together on-site. So, um, so the industry has uh, managed to address that. So whilst it's a challenge, I don't actually see it as a constraint on, uh, on, on, on progress, no. No, and I suppose it goes into those overall pricing pressures, uh, having to pay sta- staff additionally. Obviously, you're looking at this from a very dispassionate way. It's a, it's a technical report, uh, economic report, I suppose. But the government will be looking at meeting their own targets where they yeah. may pay a political price if these numbers aren't fulfilled. They have a housing for all target of 29,000 completions. I mean, they won't they won't really enjoy reading a report in that sense that they they could miss these targets. Yeah, and but I... I don't think that is news. I think that has been clear. It's been clear since last summer that construction, that housing commencements have been trending downwards. Uh, and look, we see from the activity since Christmas that the government are well aware of the position and seem to be pretty focused on it. The challenge is that every new initiative takes a bit of time to come in. Now we're seeing you're, you're you're in the studio at a very uh, topical time. We're seeing a report yesterday there could be a hundred thousand um, properties that need to have defections uh, remediated, as they say. I mean, does that is that going to change your figures? Is that new set of activity going to flow in and slightly alter these numbers uh, going into next year and beyond? It certainly will go into this year to some degree, but I think it'll be more in future years. And and it's not just that. There's also the micro remediation. There's also the the retrofits that will come out of the climate action plan, action plan including improving energy efficiency. So that there's a, there is a lot of work in that area, but I think it's going to be spread out over a number of years ahead rather than than uh, than landing in 2023. Uh, and this remediation work, it's not going to be attractive to all the construction firms. Some will do that work. Some of them will be just on a bigger scale. They'll be doing big engineering projects, roads, uh, bridges, that sort of stuff, civil engineering type work. So it's not every single company that will flood into this area. So it'll be interesting to see how many of the construction firms are enticed in to do what are a lot of the time in, in individual properties, not that big jobs. They are, when you put them together in a big apartment scheme, but so it'll be interesting, is there enough that those specialist firms to do that kind of work? Yeah, no, you're 100% right. There will be more of that work and, and some firms will pivot to some degree to, to be more focused on that side of work and there'll be other new entrants that uh, that pick up on, on that important work that's got to be done. Finally, before I wrap it up, John, um, these kind of trends, I don't know how much you have a sense of other sectors, but is this sort of reflecting the international picture, construction elsewhere? The UK is obviously one we watch closely. Um, we're, not, we're not outliers. Every country across Europe is struggling with some of these issues. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Acom are global companies, so we've got a very clear perspective on, on what's happening in other countries. And yeah, absolutely, the, the construction cost increase are a global issue. The skill shortage is a global issue. We're actually in a positive position compared to with a lot of countries in that we have a, a very strong underlying financial position. Foreign direct investment is continuing to invest, and, that's, uh, and there's a lot of construction work in that sector as well. All right. Well, it's sober reading in one sense, but it's very interesting nevertheless because it does sketch out the whole year ahead and the whole pricing piece. For the moment, thank you very much for joining us on Breakfast Business. That's John O'Regan, who is ACOM's Ireland Director. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.